What is this, Nick, but the final recording before Dragon Con? Yeah, so as mentioned in previous episodes, we don't record in August because uh, mostly Ben is busy making props and stuff. I don't, I don't really make a lot of stuff anymore, but I do always scramble at the last minute to put together some costume that I think of at the last minute, so... It's how we do. So my last minute costume, I think I'm, I'm considering doing is Vegeta's Batman costume. It's the pink shirt with the yellow pants. I tried to do that last year, but I bought one uh, Batman shirt, but it came and it was just awful quality. So mm. I returned it. So I have been on the search for the right color shirt and pants, and I haven't really been able to find one. So I'm going to most likely go to the thrift store, get a white shirt, a short sleeve and dye it myself. And then I'll probably end up dyeing the pants, too. So I'll probably buy some white chinos and then dye those. Sounds like a lot of work. Well, this is Dragon Con, baby. This is Dragon Con. Yeah. I don't have to do this costume, though. So it may or may not happen. It depends on how this 3D printing goes. So before this, before we started recording, I've been working on some 3D files to print. And I have not booted up these 3D printers since before the pandemic. So this is going to be quite the... Uh, refresh for me yeah if it even you're gonna have some troubleshooting in your future uh, i don't want to talk about it i don't want to think i don't want to think about it nick it's happening i'm telling uh, you uh it is happening okay so w- anyway uh let's talk we both watched some stuff so let's talk about what we done had watched this past week yes what we done watched okay well two weeks ago i watched batman the doom that came to gotham the animated Batman, that's based on Mike Mignola's Batman comic. Uh, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It's just Batman versus Lovecraft monsters. and mm. So I thought that was pretty good. Uh, I, I went and saw Barbie with Missy last weekend. Uh, she was she was here uh, with... And oh, also, just for patrons, Missy and I recorded a Barbie reaction episode, just like a half an hour, like kind of... Just like our reaction to after watching it. Uh, so I will nice. have that on the Patreon uh, pretty soon here. We already recorded it. I just got to edit it. And uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. There's so many things in it that I didn't expect to be in it. So it's a lot deeper of a movie than I thought it was going to be. It's pretty good. Like It's pretty good social satire that covers a lot of bases. So also definitely the best set design and costume if it doesn't get the oscar for costume design then they should stop having the category quite frankly <laughs> but yeah uh, i'm excited to see all of the kens at dragon con oh yeah there'll be a lot yeah i would do it because it's gosling but like you know a lot of them are like ab based <laughs> and yeah. i don't have any abs could you do like a drive ken mashup I kind of want to. I would like to get... It would be cool to have like a pink drive jacket. Oh, that would be yeah, cool. Something like that. But my... Uh, I had a... Sometimes I have a good year for like fitness goals. And sometimes I have a real bad year. And and this year was a real bad year. So I'm not like anywhere where I wanted to be. I tried to do like Salad Hell in May. And it didn't work. It didn't help. Like usually that helps. It didn't help. Yeah. So. Yeah. I have also sort of plateaued and, and and really can't do... I haven't been able to uh, affect much change. Yeah, I don't know why suddenly we can't do anything. 
That's really, it really. I blame, I blame, I blame calories. Yeah, it is. Calories. And food. Yeah, it's food. Food tastes so good. It's so good, and life is hard. I know. We eat our feelings. Yep. Uh, the new Futurama started on Hulu, so I oh. watched the first episode because that's all there was so far, and it it slid right in. It feels just like the old Futurama, so it's great. Uh, good Omens season two started, so Jess and I have watched. Uh, two-thirds of it already they put the whole oh, wow. thing on at once okay so six episodes we already watched four it's good it's not season one because you know it's not as good as season one because that's based on the book and the book is perfect but this is still good but it's not as good as season one and i started to watch shin common rider on amazon yesterday just because i saw it was on amazon it is no shin godzilla it kind of looks like a youtube it looks like a very well-made youtube thing so I Interesting. Wasn't, I wasn't super into that, uh, but I have Shin Ultraman. I, I have to watch. Uh, so that's what I have watched. Gotcha. I I've never really been into Shin. I mean, uh, into Common Rider. I just it's never been appealing to me. I mean, I've never interacted with it at yeah. all in any way. But I saw it on there, and I was like, well, Shin Godzilla is the best monster movie ever made. So maybe Shin Common Rider is the best whatever this thing is. And then I watched it for like just a few minutes and i was like i i don't probably won't finish this but i have shin ultraman to watch so yeah i gotta get that too maybe i'll maybe we can do like a a a recap yeah we could do it that would be a good one yeah so i watched uh so i've been watching uh star trek voyager as i'm making stuff you know still going through that but um star trek strange new worlds we got to talk about this yes the boimler mariner episode uh, maybe the best episode of TV ever created. I'm I'm leaning that way as well. Uh, first of all, the title, Those Old Scientists, reference to Lower Decks. Yep. Uh, TOS, the, yep. the original series, but uh, Those Old Scientists. And the, the walk. He does the walk. Yep, yep. So Jack Quaid has figured out every single physical way to portray Boimler from the cartoon. Yes. And so has... Let's not... Uh, uh, undercut Tawny here, who managed to do the full head animated eye rolls that Mariner does, but in live action, <laughs> which is not something I ever considered being different than how a normal eye roll is, but she does the full head eye roll like the cartoons. It's so good. I definitely <laughs> so think it's good. the best thing ever. It was, I mean, when I watched it for the first time, because I've watched it twice now. Me too. Um, I was just, we were, I was giggling the whole time. It was just so fun. In a bit of serendipity, so Missy was here last weekend visiting, and we were walking in the morning. We took Chili out, and we were we were saying, "Oh man, too bad the Lower Decks crossover episode wasn't this week, so we could watch it together because we're like together in person instead of next week." And literally later that day, because they showed it at Comic Con, they released it for everyone. And we were able to watch it. So we saw Barbie, then we came home from Barbie, and we watched uh, Lower Decks Strange New Worlds crossover. And Jess said her favorite part was me and Missy giggling at things and pointing at stuff. And just generally, it was so it was so good. So good. So I will probably end up watching it again. Oh, uh, me just too. Cause, just because I just, I love it so much. And uh, and it got me really excited for the next season of Lower Decks. I'm yep. I'm ready for that. Um, that starts September seventh. So yep. unfortunately, 
a week after Dragon Con, so we won't be able to watch it there like we usually did. Yeah. But I think it was worth it to get the Strange New Worlds episode early. Yeah. So good. Um, so I also watched Extraction 2. How was it? Oh, man. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a stunt showcase, a lot of great stunts, a lot of just insane stuff happens. Yeah. Definitely worth watching once. Okay, um, I got to see that. Yeah, you got to check that out. I'm not quite done, but I'm I'm watching. I'm going through Prehistoric Planet Two. Excellent. With the kids, we love it. So good. It's even better than the first. It looks yeah. more even more real than the first season. Yep. Incredible. I, I finished Secret Invasion. Okay, I did too. Let's talk about this for a second. Yeah. Here. Yeah. All right. We're we're Marvel centric podcast. Yes. Here. I am. I could be called an apologist. Uh, I like pretty much everything. Yeah. Secret Invasion sucked. It was bad. I think it was bad. I think it's the worst Marvel thing ever made. I don't know what to say about it. I didn't really look forward to watching each episode when they came out. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'll say. I didn't care about any of it. Uh, Some stuff, I think, just makes some things worse. I don't want to say spoilers, but like their big reveal about one character just makes other movies lesser. Uh, they fridged a character immediately in the first episode, uh, which is something they've been doing a lot lately. It's just not good, not good, not compelling. Every all the old old guys acted like they were phoning it in. All the young people seemed like they were stoned, so the acting wasn't good. The it had a two hundred twelve million dollar budget. What? Yeah, and it looked like. They had no extras. That was like the least populated hospital that they kept going to. You know, there was like four people in it at any given time. It looked like it was filmed in 2020 when no one could do anything, but it wasn't. It's bad. It was bad. Wow. I didn't know the budget was that big. That It, it did not reflect that budget. I'll tell you that. No. I just, it's not, it wasn't good. Uh, Even the big climactic fight at the end, I was just like, uh, that's kind of like... It was between two it, characters who were not, like, characters that we knew or or had any feelings towards. Yeah, yeah. Um, just... What do I even say about this? I, I wish it wasn't made. Yeah, it was just... Maybe. I wish I would have spent this money elsewhere. So, this happened. This show was made. It was written greenlit acted out filmed cost all this money whereas things that are great like moon knight and hawkeye they could have just made more of those so i don't know i just don't think it was good at all 212 million dollars good grief um okay well it exists and you can watch it if you want uh i watched 65 uh, which I didn't know was produced by Sam Raimi. And when his name popped up on the screen at the end, I was like, oh, okay, this, that makes a lot of sense. I still want to watch that. Is it streaming on something? Yeah, it's streaming on, uh, I think, Netflix, actually. I don't have Netflix. Oh, okay, well. Um, so it's uh, it's worth watching. It's it's definitely like a PG-13 horror movie Okay. You know, with dinosaurs. Oh, I also watched... Uh John Mulaney's Baby J on Netflix because Missy was able to Chromecast her Netflix. So I watched John Mulaney's. John Mulaney's like, I only like like three stand-up comedians and he's one of them. So that Mm. was very funny. Okay. That's on Netflix too. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so I saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. I want to see that so bad. Oh, it, I loved it. It was great. It, you know, it hasn't, um, it didn't do as well as it was expected to, which is surprising to me because it's a lot of fun. And um, I would I would describe Haley Atwell as gratuitously beautiful in this. Yeah. Like they, they so the shots, they don't have like stupid, um, uh, what's the Transformers guy? Uh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. They, you know how like Michael Bay has these like, um, objectifying shots of of women in his movies. Yes, there's like none of that. Absolutely none of that uh, in this movie. And yet Haley Atwell, it, it's it's like this is ridiculous. Like you, like she, like when they first she first comes on the screen, like this is not how is it? How is she real? Right. You know. And uh, and Rebecca Ferguson also just uh, a knockout. But but boy. Uh, Haley Atwell. That's my crush, man. Isn't Vanessa Kirby in that movie too? She is. She is. How does it? How are you able to see this many beautiful humans at one time? They're all in the same room in the, in the movie too, at the, at the same time. But it's too much. yeah, it's too much. Um, definitely go see it. And it, it, it's fun in the theater. It yeah. was great. I loved it. Uh, and I can't wait for part two. Creed three. I watched on the plane, and I kind of played Marvel Snap while watching it. Um, it's just okay. Okay. Uh, now I did watch They Cloned Tyrone on Netflix. As you said, you would. In the As last I episode. said, I would. I did, and uh, I I really liked it. I've never seen anything like it. And it, um, it the closest thing I can, um, like, what would I compare it to? It's, it, I would say, it's like a mashup. It's a mashup of two things. It's like a mashup of like uncut gems. He is trying to think of Get Out, and only did so after recording was done. Um. All right. I can't think of anything. So, is so I've never seen anything like it. It is really good. It's really well directed. It's really well acted. Is it Tayana Paris? What is her? Uh. Yeah. Is it is it Tayana? Yeah, Tayana Paris, who is. Uh... Uh, yeah, yeah, Monica yeah. from the yeah. Marvels. Yeah, so Tayana Paris is great in this. Yeah. Um, she's really good. Actually, the trio, like the whole trio, you know, it's it's uh, Boyega and Tayana Paris and um, uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. I can't remember anything today. God. Uh, the trio of them was so good. It's, you know, it's like sci-fi. Um, and it is... Um, it's not an allegory, but it makes you think about how um, black people in America have been ex- have been experimented on in in bad ways, and so it's, it's kind of like a, a take on that. I don't want to get too spoilery, but um, really well done, really really well done. I would say definitely worth watching. Cool, yeah. Uh, so that is uh, so that's everything that we done have watched, um, and we have some new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. So this is a little old at this point uh, because we can't record as much these past two months. But everybody got to see that Wolverine comic accurate suit for Deadpool 3 because they're halfway through filming Deadpool. How great was that suit? Oh, it's awesome. It's, it's like perfect. 
And apparently Deadpool's suit in those images is more comic accurate than the previous Deadpool movies. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, it's not a lot different because they're pretty, Oh, no, it's very small. It was already pretty comic accurate, but Wolverine's yeah, yeah. is great. Uh, I guess he has sleeves because Hugh Jackman is susceptible to melanoma. And so they were just like, let's just give him sleeves <laughs> rather than give him cancer by being outside. Yeah, so that's why he has sleeves. And apparently in these photos, he's like, Deadpool like kills Wolverine and then kills the Fox franchise or something? Well, uh, I think it was just that the Fox logo, the 20th Century Fox logo, was destroyed and behind them. Oh. Uh, and from the photos that I saw, it looked more like Wolverine was killing him because <laughs> he was holding onto his arm at one point, just like a Deadpool arm. <laughs> So they were fighting. Uh, I have a theory that it's in the the time variance authority place from Loki, where they zap you and you go there. So I figured the 20th Century Fox logo would be in there. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah, there's some sort of fight going on, but it looks great. It's nice to have after 23 years of Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine, finally a Wolverine suit that I can have a six scale figure of. Oh yeah. And they'll make it. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, they'll it's delayed. It. Everything's delayed because of the strikes. But yeah. And uh, may, may they may they be steadfast. Yeah, just give them everything they want. That's what I say. That's what Nick says. Uh, there's a Gargoyles movie being made. Yeah. So Kenneth Branagh is going to direct a live action movie of the Gargoyles animated series for Disney. Uh, this is a series that I very much enjoyed, and uh, we'll definitely be seeing the movie of. I watched a few episodes as a kid. I was never like super into it. Um, I just wonder how this is going to look, like how the special effects are going to look. Yeah. Special effects these days are not looking great. No, they're they seem to have like th- there was like a plateau or something, and then they kind of got worse. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, and I, I and I'm going to chalk that up to <clears throat> like the kind of crunch that they get these studios. They like farm these shots or these scenes out to these different studios, and these people are rushed and overworked, and and they don't have a well, they do have a union, but I just don't think they're treated very well, and it's just not. I, I don't think the way that we're going is the best way. Yeah, maybe. definitely. Every once in a while, you get, like, a movie that is really good. So, like, even if it's in one of the bigger franchise things. Because, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the VFX were incredible. Yeah. But then, like, Ant-Man and Quantumania look like a cartoon. Yeah. And it's yeah. the same studio, but it's, like, different processes. Because I think because even within that uh, studio, like, James Gunn's a bigger deal and Guardians is a bigger deal. So it kind of got to call the shots more and like so like avengers infinity war and endgame is the best vfx like thanos is one of the best vfx things ever made but then yeah it's so it's stuff exists in the franchise things even the big studio franchise things that are good but then like there's wide swaths where it's just not so maybe we should maybe we maybe we switch it up maybe we do it uh differently i don't know what that looks like I don't, you know, shots like Jurassic Park and uh, T-1000, like, took a long time to do. 
but they didn't farm them out. Like it was like in house. Yeah, everything needs to just slow down, but they won't do that. They won't do that. Honestly, there's so much content these days. If we could cut, if we could um, consolidate all the efforts into um, maybe like one tenth the amount of shows and movies that get made. Yeah. And just make those good. So like the la- the 2008 writer's strike threw the giant wrench into how things worked, you know? But we came out of there with better shows because we came out with lower episode counts and uh, a lot of just better stuff after that. So maybe after this it'll restructure it a little. But God, I hope they... they give them what they want like i i hate these rich studio people they're terrible <laughs> yeah stop it get some help yes. um donald glover and his brother are writing a lando series for disney plus uh we talked about this when they did that disney whatever the star wars release the slate and they had that lando series there's some other guy who was going to write it, but he backed out, and now Donald Glover's taking over with his brother, and they're going to write it. So pretty much just a major upgrade, in my opinion. Uh, Donald Glover knows what he's doing. He's an excellent everything. Everything he does, he's good at. Like, literally everything. So it's in probably be- way better hands than some rando writing it, who I think was, like, some white guy, too. <laughs> If you're going to make a Lando series, I'd rather have, like, Lando write it. Yeah, but I say Lando writing it. Yeah. Yeah, this could be good. And then, you know, if it does really well and if it's, like, really good, then maybe he uh, joins the Trinity in making Star Wars stuff. Right, for sure. Then we'll have a quadrilogy. A a quadrilogy. So we're looking forward to that. And then last piece of news here... um, you put this on here. Yeah, so now they're starting to delay release dates for things, even things that are done, because they the actors won't promote them. Right. So Sony, Sony was the first studio to do this. So Sony announced a handful of delays for movies that are now coming out next year or later next year. So like the Craven movie that we talked about the trailer for, that was supposed to come out in October of this year. Now it's not coming out until next year, like a year from now. And then they're delaying Venom 3. And uh, unfortunately, Beyond the Spider-Verse is also going to be delayed. Bleh. And uh, well, there was some other ones. Any also, oh, uh, Ghostbusters, the Afterlife sequel. So the next Ghostbusters movie. Uh, so all of Sony's movies are being delayed because they don't want to release them without the promotion. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Um, I wonder if uh, part two of Dead Reckoning is going to be delayed. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they were done shooting it or whatever. Oh, I don't know either. I don't know if they did it like Lord of the Rings where they just filmed it all at once. This is going to be like, like. the pandemic where like i stopped paying attention to release dates because they would shift so constantly and uh this is another case of that where now we're gonna have shifting release dates and i'm never gonna know what anything comes out yeah we we may have to play when we gonna get bring that segment back we're gonna have to that was what spawned the segment was us trying to figure out when stuff was gonna happen Hmm. so that'll probably be back 
Yeah. If they can't film anything, we're going to run out of trailers. So this is probably a good time for us to take a hiatus. Yeah, probably so. Um, And then maybe on our last one um, that we do on that before the hiatus, we can have recommendations for things like older things that you may have missed or best things to rewatch. Yep. We'll Um, figure it out. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, by the time we come back, the strikes are over. Yeah, maybe so. That'd be nice. Probably it? not, but we'll try. Yeah, probably not. But uh, but we do this week have some new 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 trailers, folks. We have an Adele ten. Yeah, but they're almost all good. So yeah, it's a strong it's a strong week. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna we're gonna start out with we're gonna start really strong. Yes. Tell you that. Uh, Napoleon. I had no idea this existed. Or was I, being made. I had heard that this was happening. I did not know they had filmed any of it. And then a trailer appeared. So uh, the plot, obviously, is the film takes a personal look at Napoleon Bonaparte's origins and his swift, ruthless climb to emperor, viewed through the prism of his addictive and often volatile relationship with his wife and one true love, Josephine. So this stars Joaquin Phoenix, who's directed by Ridley Scott, uh, Vanessa Kirby is Josephine speaking of Vanessa Kirby and I have always wanted a Napoleon movie and at one point I think I even specifically thought Ridley Scott should make a Napoleon movie this is one of the most underrepresented times in in cinema like time periods because uh, Master and Commander is Napoleonic Wars and that's one of the best things ever made by humans so Please, yes, more of this. Yeah, this is... Uh, the only thing I can think recently was that movie where the, the people had blue blood, like the aristocrat, French aristocrats have blue blood. But that was like sci-fi. Yeah, but it was in this time period. Right, but it? like I wanted like more historical stuff. Because everything looks so cool in this time period, you know? Like the Napoleon, Napoleonic era. It's very interesting. Uh, a lot of like nautical stuff which i like yeah this this movie looks beautiful the mm-hmm. shots are unbelievable the special effects really scott whoever whatever studio that he uses have the best special effects i think yeah he's really good yeah like and i know that you don't like prometheus but like the ships and stuff in oh prometheus, it's a gorgeous movie it's absolutely stunning i just don't like i don't like the plot of prometheus and i think, yeah i don't either i think that it by stopping Blomkamp's alien, it did more damage than it did, you know, like, because otherwise yeah. I would just be kind of indifferent and, like, not care about it. Yeah. But Blomkamp was going to retcon Alien 3 out of existence, and then it never happened. So now I can't just point to that and be like, well, it's retconned. Yeah. I, I would have liked to have seen that as well. But, oh, wow. Well. well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to see this Napoleon movie. Oh, I'm gonna see this Napoleon. I'm gonna see the heck out of this yeah, dude. This, this looks, looks so great. good, uh, and we like. And because and if it takes place during Master and Commander, buddy, we're into it. Yes, exactly. In that same time period. Yep. Um. So the next one we have. Oh man, this is a killer trailer. We uh-huh. have the new trailer for Ahsoka, and this is. I mean, it is balls to the walls the whole time. Yeah. So uh, we have. It starts off with Ray Stevenson. Uh, rest in peace, Ray Stevenson great great ray stevenson um 
And his last, I think probably his last thing he'll ever be in, because mm. he died at, right after this. Yeah. Uh, and he is, like, narrating, and so him and, and uh, this this girl are some sort of, they're not, like, Sith. They have, like, orange lightsabers, and they're, like, bad guys, but they're not Sith. I don't know what they are. We'll find out. We'll find out. And then we got, like, live-action Hera, and we got live-action Chopper, and Sabine was, like, training with with Ahsoka. Uh, Sabine is a Mandalorian, like, street artist, and in Rebels, she's one of the main characters. So it looks like she was, like, doing almost, like, Jedi training or something with Ahsoka. And they have to work together to find Grand Admiral Thrawn, who is... The heir to the Empire. I know you're thinking about Grand Granddad Mural, Mural Thrawn. Thrawn. Yes. See previous episodes for that reference. Um, the actor that they got to play uh, Thrawn, does he kind of look like Elon Musk a little bit? Uh, not when he's not blue. When he's blue, he kind of looks like Elon Musk. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but that's not what he normally looks like. His name is yeah. Lars Mikkelsen, and he's the brother of Mads Mikkelsen. Ah. And he did his voice in the Rebels show, so... Another perfect uh, uh, live-action counterpart. I think it's because yeah. you can't see his hair in this trailer, and Elon Musk's head is like sh- smaller on top than on bottom. Hmm. So, because he's standing in the dark. But yeah, we also got uh, David Tennant's droid Huyang, who is the one who knows how to build lightsabers and teaches young Jedi how to make lightsabers, and he's on the ship with Ahsoka. We got Sith Inquisitors with their spinny lightsabers. Yep. Uh, Ahsoka is pretty much the best Star Wars character, so this is really, really good. It comes out August 23rd. It starts August 23rd. It's a series. I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. This, and kind, along with a little bit of Andor, but really this, I think is going to kickstart a renaissance in Star Wars. Yeah, this and Andor are... are Andor was so good. Yeah. Oh, I love I love Star Wars. <laughs> I do too. And I and I want I want Star Wars to be like really good again like across the board. So yeah. you know, having having had a little distance between um Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, I'm yeah. just like and the and then the you know, the what is it? Uh, the last Jedi, last Jedi, no, the last not the last Jedi, the third one. R- the Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. I'm just like, nah. Nah, yeah. I, I need better Star Wars. I need better Star Wars. So I'm, I have really high hope. I have, I'm coming into this with really high hopes. I mean, the, the trailers make it look awesome. I agree with all of those things. Yeah. Okay. Then we have a trailer, a Red Band trailer for Twisted Metal. Yeah. So this is actually started. You can watch Twisted Metal starting now. Yep. Uh, but this this trailer was a lot. I thought it was a lot funnier than I was expecting. So, uh, well, I did also didn't know that uh, uh, Stephanie Beatrice was in it, so I'm glad I to either, see yeah. she's in it. And then also, I didn't know that uh, Thomas Hayden Church was in it, and he was playing the cop car from the game. So, that's fun. I'm gonna watch it. Like I, I just I haven't started it yet, but I will. Yeah, I, I think I may start it after Dragon Con, and I'm kind of going into it with low expectations. Oh, for I think. sure. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully it's fun. You yeah. Know? I have extremely low 
anytime it's a video game adaptation, I have low expectations. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they can't all be arcane. <laughs> they, they cannot. So you can go watch that now. Let us know how it is if you watch it. Yep. Uh, oh, man, we have a trailer, kind of a teaser trailer for Godzilla Minus One. Yeah, so the plot of this is Godzilla appears in post-World War II Japan, which is at its low point at zero, and knocks the co- the country down to down one to the negatives. I don't know what that means, <laughs> uh, but that's the plot. It says, Godzilla appears in post-World War II Japan, which is at its low point at zero, and knocks the country down one to the negatives. Very interesting. Because it's like zero, is it like day zero, ground zero? Like minus one. Minus one. I don't know. This looks scary. It does. Uh Shin Godzilla was scary and it kind of brought Godzilla back to like a, a scary thing, like it was in the original nineteen fifty four Godzilla. Yeah. Which before, is a scary movie, yeah. I think I think. Before it got goofy. Uh, yeah. which, you know, a lot of the Toei era is very goofy. And uh, so Shin Godzilla made it scary, and now we're doing this, which is... I'm glad it's not like a straight-up sequel to Shin Godzilla or anything. I don't even know. It's like a new thing. I like how they do this with Godzilla, where they just try new things. I like the design, the Godzilla design. Just pretty excited about this. I don't. Yeah. It comes out in Japan in December, but I don't know if we get it right away. Probably or if not. I can see it in the theater. I, I doubt this will come out in the theater. You'll probably have to watch it the same way you watch Shin Godzilla and Shin Ultraman. But my cousin found a, a showing of Shin Godzilla in Sheboygan and went there and saw it. I didn't go, but what? it did happen when really? it came out. Wow. So okay. Well, maybe wow. it will for this. If you guys go see that, I want to go with. This uh, this trailer features a lot of like ground level camera work, which mm-hmm. I think makes makes it a lot scarier because it's like perspective. Yes. And they, uh, Godzilla looks pretty scary in this. It's uh, I'm watching the trailer again. It's very teasery. It's a really short trailer, but yeah. I wonder if it's gonna have anything to do with like the nuclear fallout for from post World War Two, Japan. Could be. Hey, you know, have you noticed that Japanese teaser trailers are literally the shortest trailers to come out? Yeah, they're only like 20 seconds. 20 seconds, yeah. And And half of it's like title cards. Yeah, exactly. So that's the way they do it. Like, in the Nintendo trailers are always have like weird voiceovers or like there's no, it's just music and there's no sound. Uh Uh-huh. It's just like trailers from Japan are weird. They are weird. But the movies are sometimes very good. They sometimes are. Okay, let's talk about uh, a movie that is uh, probably not going to be good at all. Uh, and this is a... We have a trailer for Wonka. Yeah, so I don't like this. Ugh. I love Blech. the original one with Gene Wilder. Yeah, me too. It's classic. I don't really like the Johnny Depp one. No, I don't either. And this one... It's like they don't... It's like they don't get it. <laughs> or something, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like we they have the license, and so they go like, well, well, let's do something with it. But you never stop to think whether or not you should. Yeah, like Timothy Chalamet. This seems like something that would be an SNL skit, not like a real movie. Oh, my gosh, dude. That is it. That's like it. If Timothy Chalamet was hosting SNL, they'd do like a weird, awkward Wonka thing. But like he doesn't like – Timothy Chalamet is not funny. No, and, and he – 
he almost looks like no not almost he looks like a bad actor in this like he looks like he doesn't know how to act it looks this looks so bad like the script looks sounds bad i don't like the, hugh grant as an oompa loompa yeah and the special effects are kind of wonky on that and the, just the casting all around is bad i i think i hate everything about this yeah i'm not gonna watch this i don't like it who's directing this paul know. king who even are you you shouldn't have made, shouldn't be making oh, this. Oh, he direct he okay. Uh, he directed Paddington Two, which a lot of people consider to be one of the best movies ever made. I know, I know. There's there's no way this is good. It looks so terrible. Unless they just took the the absolute worst parts of the movie and said let's put those in the trailer. Yeah, I I I, I hate it. I hate the script. I really hate the script, and I I hate Timothy Chalamet's delivery. Yeah, and it's like Timothy Chalamet is Paul Atreides, so I know he can do good things. Yeah, he can. He can. I don't. This is throw this in the trash. Don't even come out. Yeah, I don't don't, like just it. don't don't bother coming out. How just, about that? Instead of this, just watch the original. Just watch the original and uh, get a get a glimpse of Charlie's whack teeth, his uh, his ruddy spike teeth. Yep. And then get a and then get a, a view of Grandpa's pinky. Uh, cocaine fingernail <laughs> have you ever seen that yes i have <laughs> it is definitely apparent yeah all right so that's uh that's wonka uh, and then we have a trailer for a retirement plan i like this uh this came out of nowhere too uh in the retirement plan when ashley and her young daughter sarah get caught up in a criminal enterprise that puts their lives at risk she turns to the only person who can help her estranged father matt who is played by nicholas cage so this is Nicolas Cage, Ron Perlman. We got Jackie Earl Haley, who is Rorschach and Watchmen. We have Ashley Green, who is uh, in Twilight, and also my favorite terrible movie ever, which was she did a movie with Sebastian Stan called The Apparition, and it was basically a giant ad for Costco. And it's one of the it's like a PG thirteen horror movie. It's one of the worst movies i've ever seen but in a fun way it's 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 so bad so ashley green from that is in this uh we got ernie hudson who is winston zedmore himself we got joel david moore from uh dodgeball and avatar and pretty much nothing else we got uh those are the ones i know nicholas cage and nicholas cage has like long white hair and a beard and it's like an action movie, and it looks pretty fun. This, uh, they got me with the throat punch gag. I will never not laugh at a throat punch. Like that Jennifer Lawrence movie, No Hard Feelings, in the trailer, yeah. I laughed forever at that throat punch. Yeah. Nicolas Cage mocks the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that got me. I just saw that part in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to watch this. It's very. It looks pretty funny. Yeah. And I, I'll watch literally anything with Nicolas Cage, because... Yeah. It, the the at worst it can be entertaining as a bad Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, because like this is kind of gave the vibes of like a Saban movie. Uh huh. But because Nicolas Cage is in it, it like overcomes that barrier to entry. Plus Ron Perlman. Pro- plus Ron Perlman. Love that guy. So uh, we will we will probably watch the retirement plan. Yes. Uh, then we have a trailer for the Pod Generation. In in a not so distant future. In the not-too-distant future, next Sunday, AD, 
Tech giant Pegasus offers couples the opportunity to share their pregnancies via detachable artificial wombs, or pods, and so begins Rachel and Alvi's wild ride to parenthood in this brave new world. So this stars Amelia Clark and Chiwetel Ejiofor, and I want to see how old they are comparatively. So Chiwetel Ejiofor was born in 1977, and Amelia Clark was born in 1986 so not not as much I guess that's not too big of a a deal but I just was like Chutal Ejiofor was like seemed the same age as he is now when he made Serenity and Serenity was like 20 something years ago <laughs> it was he, yeah. he really hasn't aged he hasn't aged so I, I wanted to see in comparison to Amelia Clark he just must be a lot younger in Serenity than I thought he was um this looks kind of creepy to me I don't I oh, don't yeah. really like it <laughs> it looks like it could be good like well made and perhaps some sort of poignant social satire yeah it had vibes of it's I'll tell you what it's giving her the movie her which is a movie that i love yeah but don't you think it's giving her it is now that you say it it's almost got spike jones vibes but something about it makes me deeply uncomfortable which is the point yeah oh no i absolutely think it's the point and um but this you know this is how they did it on krypton oh yeah it is yeah like in krypton they're like uh kal-el was the first baby born naturally in centuries you know well maybe this is a James Gunn's Superman legacy in in disguise. <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, so yeah. So this is this is weird and intriguing enough that I might watch it. Maybe it, like when it's on Max. Yeah, it'll be on that. I probably won't. I probably won't watch it. I really do like the cast of this, but I there's other stuff I gotta do. Yeah, that's the, that, and that's always the thing. There's there's probably going to be four or five things always ahead of this that I want to watch. Yeah, that's the that's the problem. Like yeah, this next one is one of them that will be above that one in the list. Oh yeah, I'm going to see this in the theater. The Creator. Yeah, not Tyler the Creator, so it's not that guy. No. Uh, this is the plot is described as a post-apocalyptic thriller involving a future and impacted by a war between humans and ai so this is basically just like here in a couple years yeah it's basically yes it's a a foretelling of our future we got Gemma chan we got john david washington ralph einson allison janney uh ken watanabe stack cast yeah it looks pretty good real good special oh man the effects look incredible gareth edwards directed director of rogue one which is one of the best Star Wars things. I didn't know he directed this. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is going to be good. Yep. Fun fact about Gareth Edwards. The planet Scarif in Rogue One comes from uh, a Starbucks where they asked him his name, and he said Gareth, and they wrote Scarif on the cup. Scarif. Yeah. Nice. I learned that so, today. That's trivia. Yep. So we will see the creator. I'll see that in the theater. Yeah, with it looks my, really with good. My, with my movie pass. I don't have movie pass, so I'll probably watch it on HBO. Yeah. Uh, we have a we have a full trailer for The Marvels. Yes. So this is the sequel to Captain Marvel and also Ms. Marvel and WandaVision because it contains characters from all of those coming yep. together. 
Uh, I'm really excited about this. I think it looks really fun. Uh, Brie Larson yep. looks better than she ever has. Gosh, she is. She has a. She's aging very well. Yeah, uh, I think it's because she's the same age as me. So like, like all the rest of them, just ages up with me, and I always think she looks better. Yep, I, so. I agree. I, that is, I think that is exactly it. Yep. Uh, they did reveal how the dynamic between their um, interchanging bangle like positions or whatever works. Like they revealed that in the trailer. Yeah, I kept seeing people being. Uh, I saw a post earlier today that I sent to Steph because I was, I found it to be a stupid post. And someone made an article. And it said, Marvel finally explains how Captain Marvel overpowered Thanos in Endgame. But there's a catch. A new trailer for the Marvels confirms that Captain Marvel can absorb energy. You know what else confirms that? 50 years of source material. Yeah, like, come on, guys. That's how she works. People, there's a lot of people. That's how Bishop works, too. There's a lot of, and there's a lot of people, and by people I mean dudes who are neckbeards, who do not read comics but act like they do because they read like Wikipedia things before the movies come out. And then they try and gatekeep the things that they did not read. And if you do read them, it's extremely easy to detect this. So I I often like to catch the gatekeeping people because they're not actually people who have read the source material. They don't read it. Yeah, and if you do read the source material, so I have read every... Captain Marvel comic from the first the first issue up until Genus Vell. And when they made uh, Carol Danvers Captain Marvel, I was like, this makes complete sense. This absolutely works. It looks awesome. The suits, like when the comics came out, I was like, yeah, this is great. This is awesome. And, and I think like Neckers who didn't read it, we like, well, this goes against the tradition of Captain Marvel and history. I'm like, but you didn't even read it. Right. They don't read anything, but they act like they read it. Because it's cool to gatekeep. I think dudes like that should not be allowed on the internet. I agree. Take it away. Bye. Yeah. Them and the Theo bros and all that kind of stuff. Like, just get them out of here. Get, get yeah. out of here. And troll, like trolls, you know, like neckbeard trolls. That Like, that's like they don't have hobbies. They don't touch grass. And so they get and they, their hobby is being a troll on the internet. Yeah. What a the, waste of your life. These very people that we're talking about are going to review bomb this movie when it comes out. Because it has three female main characters two of whom are not white yeah <laughs> that's it dude that's you called it that you're, you're not you're not even predicting the future you just know the future and they also will say they're not doing it because uh of that they'll come up with some other reason to say they're doing it but it, we all know that it is yeah you you, you don't like anything but your Self. The only thing they like is uh, like Iron Man one, and they want everything to just be Iron Man one. Okay. That's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we we we're leaving those guys in the dust, and we have the final trailer here, which is uh, for season two of the Wheel of Time. Yep. The plot of Wheel of Time is set in a high fantasy world where magic exists, but only some can access it. A woman named Maureen crosses paths with five young men and women this sparks a dangerous world-spanning journey based on the book series by robert jordan uh i really love season one uh look forward to season two okay i have not seen season one i do want to watch it however knowing nothing about it being you know completely ignorant about any of this 
this trailer made it look like a generic Netflix fantasy show. Well, all fantasy that is not Tolkien is generic fantasy. Every yeah. single non-Tolkien fantasy is derivative of Tolkien. So it is because all of it is. Every single okay. fantasy thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was not really uh, intrigued by this trailer, but I think if I watched season one, maybe I would be. It's very good. Uh, the way that magic works is cool in, in Wheel of Time. And uh, I like. I don't really like fantasy. I'm not a fantasy guy. I like Tolkien fantasy. Yeah, yeah. But like, the even even if they do that weird, like the Rings of Power wasn't great. Like it, it felt it kind of just got more boring as it went. You know. I so liked like, it, but it didn't. It felt felt different than. Yeah, it wasn't. I just I kind of like. I wasn't excited to watch it. When it hmm. The first episode was great, but then it just had diminishing returns. Hmm. Uh, but like Lord of the Rings is perfect, and I like The Witcher, but like I don't like the show. I like the yeah. game. I don't know that I'm going to finish this this latest uh, se- this latest season of The Witcher. I don't think I'm going to go back to it. Yeah, I like the it's, game of The Witcher. Yeah, I like monsters and stuff, but like fantasy, just, I just a lot of times I don't like the the fantasy plots. But did you, oh, did you see Did you see Dungeons and Dragons? Yes, that was comedy, so I enjoyed it immensely. Oh, okay. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I thought that was great. Uh, that was fun. Um, Wheel of Time is it starts off very Tolkien e like like all fantasy, but then it kind of has its own thing, which I thought was pretty good. Like the mag- I, there has to be something unique in fantasy t- and for me to even care about it a little. Mm. And the way that magic works in Wheel of Time was good. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so let's move on to the trailer mailers you've got mail yeah so a hundred years ago when we last released an episode (laughs) we asked if you could mash two movies together that don't go together like barbie and oppenheimer slash barbenheimer what would they be and i got a text immediately after uh uploading the episode like five minutes later that said the from josh and it said the brave little toaster saves private ryan (laughs) so good yes (laughs) I love it. Uh, Jay said Pee-wee's Big Adventure plus Death Race 2000. Pee-wee is on a quest to get to the Alamo basement. On his way, people like David Carradine and Sylvester Stallone are trying to kill him. That's hilarious, and I would watch that. Uh, Missy said Alien and Lord of the Rings, fantasy space horror. See, now that sounds like Warhammer 40K. Uh, That does. (laughs) Yeah. I imagine there's some sort of horror aspect to Warhammer. I don't know much about it other than cousins play it. Yeah. I am looking forward to the content, the visual content they're they're coming out with. Yes, I I want I like the I like so I I just said I don't really like fantasy stuff mostly, but if you put it into space, I will like it. Like if it has like a sci-fi element. Um, I, I I sort of like the basis because all that all these inter, these animated stuff we're watching in Warhammer, it's like getting me into it. Yeah. Even though I'm probably not going, I'm probably never going to play the game. The content is kind of gripping me. Yeah, I like to I like to go over and look at the the game boards that they have set up because all the minis are cool, and then like the boards that they make are so cool. So I just like I like all that stuff. I just don't want to yeah. play it. Yeah. <laughs> We don't have to go through the rigmarole of playing it. 
Should we bother a video game section? We only have one thing. No, we we're should not just talk to... about that here. Yeah. Uh, so bla- so the the people who made uh, Shadow of Mordor are making a Black Panther game, which I will play because I play every Marvel game. Uh, I really liked Shadow of Mordor. Uh, I played the heck out of that. I didn't the sequel when it came out. I felt like it, they didn't improve enough of it where I kind of fell off of it pretty quick. Yeah, I think I agree. And that's why I didn't play the other Tomb Raider games because I was like, this is just Tomb Raider again. I've already played it, so I don't need to, like, the new Tomb Raider. Yeah. I know you liked them. Yeah, but I also agree with what you're saying. It's like one contiguous thing. Yeah. Uh, Which is, but for this, I felt like the the graphics should have been better. Uh, It should have been a bigger, like, for the more, because I felt like the graphics weren't very good in the second one. However... Mm. They've had a lot of time, and if they make a Black Panther game, I'll play that. Yeah, I think being Black Panther will be fun. Yes. With the movement and stuff. If they get the movement right, you know? Yeah. Get the controls and the movement right, it'll be really fun. Yep. So, I'm just still playing Midnight Suns as far as video games. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of off and on playing uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake and then uh, Duolingo, of course. Yeah, you and Jess. And then- yeah, and then Marvel Snap. Of course, you know I'm still playing on my Marvel Snap. Well, if uh, if anybody out there wants to play a Marvel Snap, they can follow us on Instagram. I don't, that didn't make any sense, but I'm leaving it. <laughs> they can follow us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast, or you can send us an email at trailerblazerspod at gmail dot com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers, but I I don't know if Twitter still exists or if it's some dumb thing called X now. I don't know. Elon Musk is an idiot. Uh, if you want to support us uh, financially to help host the podcast and stuff, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash trailerblazers. And uh, just so the Patreons know, there is a Barbie episode coming out. And also, uh, for August, since we aren't recording main feed episodes, there will be some more Patreon content that happens. Uh, Sheila requested Strange New Worlds breakdowns, so we will do that. Uh, just because I really want to talk about Strange New Worlds more. Oh my gosh! So yes. I think we'll grab a day uh, coming up sometime, and we'll record a bunch of stuff about Strange New Worlds, and I'll cut it into episodes uh, for that. And then also, uh, I think when we're at Dragon Con, I'll record little videos every now and then, and just post them to the Patreon so that people can like check in with us because we'll be in the same place. Perfect. Yeah. So. Support us on Patreon if you want to help. Uh, thank you if you do. I'm sorry I don't post uh, near enough content, but it's really hard to make. Which is, <laughs> it's really hard to make a lot of stuff and post it, uh, which is why we needed the Patreon to pay for the hosting <laughs> because it costs $108 a year to host it, and we don't get any mattress money. But you know, I'm I'm doing my best here. So Barbie episode will be up this week. And then there'll be some Star Trek ones. And oh, Strange also, I want to steal. Tell me if you like this. So, Hey Riddle Riddle did this thing on their Patreon, which I want to steal and do on ours. And what they did was a favorite things bracket. And then they had the other people do like a bracket tournament of their. So, like, Adel did a bracket of his favorite things. And it was like, like sitting around a campfire with friends versus. Uh, the scene in Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse where Miles jumps off the building and 
the music is playing. And then so he had like a whole bracket of stuff he likes like that. And then uh, Aaron and JPC went through and they they did a bracket tournament of Adel's favorite things. And then uh, Casey, the producer, was the tiebreaker. So I feel like we should do that too because it would be really fun. And we'll have Missy do one. And uh, we can have Jess do tiebreakers or something. That would be great. Yeah, so I think maybe we'll do that. Uh, so that let me know fun. if that sounds good to you, and I'll, maybe I should ask Erin Keith if 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 she thinks that's stealing if we do, <laughs> if we do it. <laughs> but uh, I think I think it'll be all right. So uh, they'll never know. <laughs> anyway, no one listens uh, from there. But yeah, so that's the Patreon, and if you want to. Uh, help you can also leave us a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts. and if you do that quick mickey's gonna let you know what happens now i'll let you know what happened buddy i i have an idea and that see i did scam to you in the in the night when you're dreaming and sometimes during the day and i have this idea where we make like a ncaa mark's madness bracket and we put our favorite things on there and then we have people Go to battle and to choose which favorite thing's gonna win. Does that sound like a pretty good idea? Is it unique? Does that sound like a good time? Okay, so there definitely will be a full Quick Mickey bracket uh, in there. That'll definitely be in there now. Yeah, but and if you want to learn, if you want to be privy to the Quick Mickey's favorite things, Billy, you're gonna have to tune in. And if it's Patreon content, you gotta pay, yeah, Billy. You gotta pay the piper. Because sometimes in life, the best things are not free. That is a champ. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, minus one. Happy Ah, Trailers. you took mine! You dang it! You <laughs> freaking took mine! Oh my gosh. And I've been Moon, a precursor himself to Krypton. Happy trails. Armageddon. I watched on the plane and I kind of played Marvel Snap while watching it.